For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. Yeah, it's another kick-ass action-packed week of pro wrestling. Yeah, this is your host, GB, and welcome to another edition of Into the Square Circle Podcast, and welcome to the post Into the Square Circle Podcast episode, where I'm going to get you caught up to speed. From WWE Night of Champions results to AEW Double or Nothing, to this past Monday of Monday Night Raw, May the 29th edition of 2023. So... 10 hours of pro wrestling. I'm going to do my best to sum everything up, hopefully less than 30 minutes. Can I do it? Let's find out right now, right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Yes, welcome to another episode, another week of Into the Squared Circle Podcast. That's right, this episode 10 hours of pro wrestling. I'm going to do my best. My best. Have a Southern accent here. I'm going to do my best to condense and uh, cut the, through the bullshit. Let's get right to the results and let's talk about it. So, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Was it good? Right here in the United States. I know I do have some international listeners, but here in the United States, we celebrate Memorial Day. And yes, Memorial Day. It's not about cooking on the grill. It's not about going out in the campground it's not about hopping in your boat heading out on the lake no memorial day is a day this should be every day we think about the fallen men and women who serve this great country throughout all armed forces and not just them as well but our fellow men and women who are no longer with us in the police force and the fire department so all men and women who currently put a uniform on and serve and protect this great country. The fans know the United States of America, so I'm proud to be American, but also a day. We think about the men and women who currently are no longer with us. So that's what Memorial Day is all about. So what did I do? Well, I took my big old ass, jammed it in the car, and drove up north. Head up north, not where Brock Lesnar lives at, Saskatchewan or Minneapolis, where the hell he's from. My ass went up to Milwaukee. If you're a fan of heavy metal and rock and roll, eh, maybe her little fest called Milwaukee Metal Fest happened at the Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee. I will talk about that specifically on my other podcast, which is called A Lesson and Headbanging Podcast with GBs. Check it out right now if you're a fan of rock and heavy metal. I will be talking about that specifically. And I do have videos up if you're a fan of Lamb of God, Anthrax, Machine Head. I met some of the bands. Really cool. So go check it out, man. It's available live on YouTube. Milwaukee Metal Fest Day 2 and Day 3 if you're a fan of rock and heavy metal. Uh, Man, it was a good time. That being said, my ass was up in the pit for two days, meaning I haven't watched any wrestling this past weekend. But that means my ass had to catch up everything all in one day on Memorial Day along with other bunch of crap have to get done around the house here. So I'm not going to bore you on the yada, yada, yada. I watched everything, 
including Monday Night Raw, all in a small time frame. So bear with me if I screw up on some stuff, all right? So let's talk about WWE Night of Champions. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Night of Champions, shall we? As I'm finding my notes here, I'm going to crack open a cold one here. Ah, ah, cheers. Ice cold beverage. Okay, got that ready to go. i grab my notes here. Okay, here we go. I'm going to ask you guys a, qu a question before I talk about this. As I find my notes here, did you guys, the listeners, by the way, follow me on my social media platforms at Into the Square Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. I forgot to mention that. Uh, that's right. If you're a new listener, too, if I got your attention, available on all major spotcasts, spotcasts, podcast outlets. See, it's been a couple days already. I'm, I'm just whacked out in the head here. Uh, Into the Squared Circle podcast is available on all major podcasts and outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Oh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, subscribe today. All right. All right. Got the commercial out the way. So let's talk about WWE Night of Champions. And as I mentioned, if you listened, if you listened to my preview prediction episode, you had a good grasp on who won and or uh, who won uh, my picks, okay? Let's see if your picks and my picks were right or wrong, okay? Night of Champions, let's do it, baby. So, Night of Champions this past Saturday, uh, it was live from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, on the Peacock Network, of course, unless you were at Saudi Arabia. Here we go. So, the first match on the show, we got Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles. The tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship match. A 20-minute and 40-second match, if you're keeping tabs on time here. Man, oh, man, that was a great match. Um, there's nothing to complain about. It was a great pro wrestling match. A WWE-style pro wrestling match. Uh, my favorite part in this match where AJ Styles did a reverse... Uh, shit. A reverse DDT or reverse Canadian Destroyer. Ah, shit. I forgot what it was. It reversed something, but it was picture perfect, and I loved it. Um, but, man, dude, my pick was AJ Styles. And it was a hell of a match. It was a clean fight, no interference, and a uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles 1-2-3 in a clean win. Excellent match to kick off the show. Uh, it couldn't have been no other way, my personal opinion. Uh, so, man, first lost right off the bat. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to match number two. Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. Woof, woof, bitch. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, la watch last Monday on the contract sign of Becky Lynch. <laughs> woof, woof, bitch. Okay, so Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch. <sighs> You're going to get mad at me. Trish Stratus, she was great in the match. And she's best off staying off the mic doing promos. So Trish, keep doing great work in the ring. It's just stay off the fucking promos because damn it puts me to sleep. My personal opinion, by the way. Amended by the First Amendment of the United States of America and the Constitution, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it was a great women's match. Trish Stratus, she beat the living hell, hell, hella, 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 out of Becky Lynch. Man, she ripped her apart like a ragdoll, ragdoll, an Aerosmith song here. Ragdoll, little bit of cutie. Anyway, gosh, man, she just tore 
her to pieces in the beginning of the match. Eventually, Becky Lynch, scratch and claw her way back to build up the momentum, but she fell short because Trish Stratus, she had a backup plan. Apparently, and maybe I'll get the name wrong, but apparently Zoe Starks, I think that's her name, the, the NXT call-up to the main roster. She came out when the ref was down or not looking and got in the ring and took out Becky Lynch, and she came out, and Trish Stratus got a heelish, okay, heelish, no pun intended, win over Becky Lynch, over Becky Lynch. And damn it, two losses, man, because I picked Becky Lynch, and uh, Trish defeated Becky. One, two, three, from a little bit of help from the former NXT superstar, Zoe Starks. So, as I mentioned, I'll be talking about Monday Night Raw. Kill two birds with one stone, right? Now let's flash forward, okay? Let's go, let's back up a track here. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, okay? Seth, Seth Rollins kicked off Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Uh, came out, cut a promo with the new world champion. Pyro everywhere, confetti everywhere. Sharing off, he cut a promo stating that he will be a true champion. He will defend a day in and day out. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I heard you, Seth Rollins. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept that promo. Okay, that's gonna be in my mind, Seth Rollins. So when your ass is slacking like Roman Reigns, just remember I will refer back to May the 29th, Monday Night Raw, about that damn promo, Rollins. So keep that in mind, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins came out the new champion, told the crowd he is the true champion. Yada yada yada. Out comes AJ Styles to confront Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw, the opening of Raw, of course. Uh, AJ Styles said, you know what? You don't deserve it. You earned it. Shook his hand. Uh, had mad respects for Seth Rollins. Uh, and he embraced the loss from Seth Rollins in the title. And eventually they transitioned to the ju Judgment Day who came out and uh, challenged a match in the main event of Raw. And it was AJ Styles and Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest. And of course the winner was Rollins and AJ Styles. Okay, as I mentioned, Trish defeated Becky Lynch. Trish showed up on Raw. She talked a little bit smacked. Uh, brought out Zoe Starks, explained why she came out and helped Trish because she loves Trish, yada, yada, yada. And Trish threatened Becky Lynch, if you ever come out here again, I'll whoop your ass again. Becky Lynch comes out, confronts them, says, you know what? Screw you, I want a rematch, yada, yada, yada. So that's how uh, Raw came about this past Monday between Trish and Becky Lynch. So the beef is still out there, baby, between both women. All right, let's go back in time. Two United Champions in match number three, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. To be exact. Okay, I got my first one. Gunther defeated Mustafa. As I mentioned, it was a great match. Okay, you can do so much between both men. Uh, look, Mustafa, he went to war with Gunther. He had a big momentum. He had Saudi Arabia behind his back. And there was a point throughout the match. I'm like, there, here it is. Mustafa's going to win the title. One, two, kick out. Gunther kicks out. But sure enough, Gunther got that match in his control, in the palm of his hand. Uh, took him out. One, two, three for the win. Gunther defeated, defeated Mustafa Ali and retained the Intercontinental Champion. 
Of course, on Monday Night Raw, he did show up with the Imperium confronting Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which we'll talk about that shortly. Okay, so up next on the Night of Champions results here, Asuka versus Bianca Belair. It was a great match. Excellent women's match, of course. Both women went to war. Uh, nothing to complain about. How the match ended, Asuka had the mist in her mouth. She sprayed, or at least tried to spray it at Bianca Belair. Uh, she missed. Bianca ducked, and she took out Asuka. So Asuka decided to spit the remaining mist in her mouth into her hand. She managed to turn around, slap that mist on her hand into Bianca's face to blind her, pinned her, one, two, three, and that one surprised me. That surprised me, and I got this one long, wrong. Long, yeah, wrong. I picked Bianca Belair to retain, and I knew Asuka was gonna put a war, and I didn't expect the title to change, and Asuka defeated Bianca Belair. So another big, fat loss to my prediction. So there's that. Okay. Up next on Night of Champions results, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. As I mentioned, I don't see Natalia as a champion. Um, I said in my prediction, Rhea Ripley will win and retain. And so what? That's what happened. Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia in a 1 minute and 10 second match. The shortest time limit match in the whole damn card. It almost felt like a squash match because she annihilated natalia one two three for the win and uh, another victory in my predictions okay match number six on night of champions results brock lesnar versus cody rhodes as i mentioned i wasn't sure if triple h is gonna make a play inside this match which it didn't i mentioned that cody will keep on fighting he's not a quitter and that's what happened in this match i picked brock lesnar to win because there's no way in hell cody will defeat brock with a broken arm, hit wink, wink, a worked story line broken arm. Because uh, again, you need obstacle for Cody in order to continue on his journey to the world championship. And of course, everything was right minus the Triple H. Okay, Cody, he, that, that, that son of a bitch. Every time he gets back down, he gets right back up. He doesn't quit. Eventually, there's a point where Brock put a lot of pressure on the broken arm. Cody refused to tap out. Eventually, his body tapped out. Okay, not his hands, his body. His body quit. Cody Rhodes fainted, and the ref called it by technical submission. Even though Cody never tapped out, but he was knocked out or unconscious due to the, the arm bar submission that Brock put on the pressure on the broken arm, allegedly broken arm. And Brock Lesnar defeated Cody Rhodes. Another victory picked, I said, in my predictions, of course. Now let's move on forward to the time machine on Monday Night Raw. Cody came out. An excellent promo from Cody this past Monday on Raw, the May the 29th of 2023, on the USA Network, of course. Cody came out and told the crowd, okay, all right, I got my ass beat. But I never quit. See, Brock, you're not a man. I'm a man. You haven't tapped me out. So I want a rematch. <laughs> so this story is not done yet for Cody between him and Brock. As this series is one and one. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see 
down the line on the scheduling between Brock versus Cody number three. And that was the promo this past Monday on Raw. So again, another victory in my prediction. Okay, the main event of Night of Champions, KO, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn walked down as the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champion versus Sola Sokoa and Roman Reigns. It was a great match. It was a long match. It was a 26-minute match and a 25-second. <laughs> Let's retry that again. 26 minutes and 25-second match. The longest match on the card for Night of Champions. Uh, there was a great story in the middle of the match. Okay, G, what happened? I don't like WWE, or I never had time to watch a damn pay-per-view premium live event. Okay, that's okay. We'll talk about it. In the middle of the match, the ref was knocked out. This past Friday on SmackDown, Roman Reigns told the Uso, stay low, don't go to Saudi Arabia. What the Usos do? Went to Saudi Arabia, showed up when the ref was down. Pretty much was no rules, no DQ. Anything could happen when the ref is knocked out. And sure enough, the Usos showed up, trying to get it interfered in the match, took out Kevin Owens, dumped a table on top of Kevin Owens, got in the ring, but they interfered with Roman. Roman yelled at him, what the hell are you guys doing here? Why are you guys ruining my match in my ring? Well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was Jimmy Uso was tired of Roman Reigns shit and decided to super kick Roman Reigns. <laughs> in the face and fans are like oh oh this oh well fans never said that but i did but i'm like oh boy shit's about to hit the ceiling boys and sure enough jimmy's super kick roman i'm like oh boy this is gonna be good baby get to grab some popcorn this is some jerry springer shit right here Sure enough, a Jay was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Well, he never said that, but he's like, what's wrong with you, Jimmy? Why do you super kick the, the, the tribal chief? And even Paul Heyman was just perfect. I love this face. He was like, oh, what are you doing? What is his facial reaction was beautiful. Well, Jimmy super kicked him once. Jimmy is like, what are you doing? Jimmy was like, I'm tired of this fucking guy. I'm tired of him. And he super kicked him for the second time and knocked out Roman Reigns cold. And uh, both Jimmy and Jay were just like lost in words, confused, and they both walked out of the ring and left. A lot of questions here, folks, between this relationship between the Usos and Roman Reigns that hopefully will uncover more of this drama this coming Friday on SmackDown. But in the meantime, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn took reign of the control of this match and defeated Sami Zayn, uh, not Sami Zayn, KO and Sami defeated Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa and retained the undisputed champion. And Roman was left in the ring uh, shocked and despaired and couldn't believe what the hell just happened in front of his eyes and lost the title. Opportunity, the tag team titles to be exact. And uh, my prediction, gotta write KO, Kevin Ains, and Sami Zayn was my winner of the predictions. So, the recap everything here, folks. On uh, my predictions, I am four and three. Four wins and three losses. So, I'm four and three on my Knight of Champions predictions. 
How was your guys' predictions, folks? Was it close? Did you have the perfect winning lotto number for all your predictions? Let me know what you guys think into the Square Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Give me a like, give me a subscribe, and send me a Demia M. Demia M. Jeez. I quit drinking. Okay, let's hop back over to the other part of the world in the desert. Las Vegas, baby. The bright lights. Oh, the casinos. Strip clubs. No, okay, let's not do that. Okay, let's keep it PG, folks. Let's talk about Night of, Night of Champions. Well, holy hell. Double or nothing. Sunday, May the 28th on pay-per-view. Let's talk about it. Excuse me. So, they had a pre-show match. Which was not featuring my predictions, so this don't count. Uh, the Hardys defeated, I'm sorry, Hardys and Hook defeated Ethan Page and the Guns, Austin Colton, by submission in a six-man tag team match in the pre-show. I didn't watch it, but if you did and you're keeping tabs, hopefully you had that in your stipulation on it. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, let's kick off the pay-per-view with Orange Cassidy. And 21 men, Bad Royal, Blackjack Bad Royal to be exact. As I mentioned, as I'm scrolling through my notes here, folks, uh, I said in my prediction episode that's going to be tough to pick. Since there's 21 other men in the damn Bad Royal, it's tough to say. But I picked Orange Cassie for the hell of it. I'm not a big fan of his, but whatever. I just had a good feeling. The good old TK, Tony Khan, will keep the belt around Orange Cassidy. Uh, boy, oh boy, was I right again. <laughs> oh man, it kicks off my first win compared to my first loss, the Night of Champions prediction. Hell yeah, first win. You know, I'll celebrate while I have the chance. Cheers to you. <sighs> all right, let's continue on the victorious win out of all the matches here. So. The last two remaining men was Orange Cassidy and Swerve Strickland. Both men were just doing outrageous, crazy-ass moves. Eventually, Orange Cassidy eliminated Swerve Strickland and retained the International Champion. The winner of the match, Orange Cassidy, and another win for my predictions. Okay, up next, we had an unsanctioned match with Sabu as a special guest enforcer. Adam Cole with Roderick Strong versus Chris Jericho with the JAS. Practically, it was just Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho. The show kicked off between Sabu having a sword fight, chair fight with Chris Jericho, slapping the shit out of each other with damn chairs like kids. Sabu disappeared. We never saw him again. Adam Cole and Chris Jericho were, were beating living hell at each other. Uh, long story short, Brick Baker came out with a Kendall stick. She got a little bit of payback and beat the level head off Chris Jericho with the Kendall stick. Long story short, Adam Cole defeated Chris Jericho in the unsanctioned and sanctioned match. 17 minutes exact. And that was my pick. I'm two wins already in my predictions. How about that? All right. That's okay match, by the way. You know, I don't know. My personal opinion. Okay, let's move on next to the Tag Team Champion for the AEW World Tag Team Champions. This was a 20-minute exact match. FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler versus Jay Lethal and Jay, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I got the names wrong, Switch. 
Uh, Mark Briscoe is a special forcer. Eventually, Mark Briscoe injected J Sanjay, Sanjay Dutt, and Satin Singh. Because uh, they're trying to interfere in the match. Mark Briscoe said, get the hell out of here. Sure enough, the ref got bumped in the ring, of course. Because, you know, you got to have a ref get knocked out. So there was no ref, which was Mark Briscoe. So he was knocked out as the ref. Sure enough, it was free range for the heels to cheat. Sure enough, out comes Aubrey Edwards, uh, the female referee, to take control of this match since Mark Briscoe's knocked out. And sure enough, she got smacked in the head by a guitar. Yes, that's right. Aubrey Edwards, the referee, got smacked in the head by a guitar. I can't remember. It was Karen Jarrett who smacked her in the head with a guitar. <sighs> Jeez, I've never seen a ref get take a bump like that. Holy hell. So we got two roughs knocked out. Eventually, the match got back to control here, and FTR defeated Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So, Jay FTR. FTR was my pick. Three wins in so far. Okay, let's move on to the TNT ladder match between Wardlow and Christian Cage. Again, that was an all right match. Christian Cage was a veteran with ladders. He was impressive. Uh, again, another great guy to watch in the ring with a ladder. Uh, Wardlow, uh, a spot in the match where Wardlow jumped off the turnbuckle to the ladder and broke the damn ladder in half. <laughs> it's impressive. A big-ass man jumping from the top of the turnbuckle onto the ladder just to break the ladder, which is impressive. I mean, even my fat ass can't break a ladder like that. But damn, he broke a ladder in half. And eventually, Christian Cage tried to use it. And Ref is like, dude, this, this ladder's broken. And Wardlow broke it by, by jumping on it like a damn monkey. But nonetheless, Wardlow defeated Christian Cage because, man, this, this match was all over the damn place. Luchasaurus came out and tried to interfere. Uh, Arn Anderson, the special uh, enforcer, the manager of Wardlow, came down, bit Wardlow's finger, got blood over Arn Anderson's mouth, and oh man, I, I don't know. I wasn't too crazy for this match. And eventually, Wardlow won the match, and that was my win, my pick, four wins in a row. Okay, up next we had Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. As I mentioned, it was rumored that Jamie Hayter was hurt. Nothing was confirmed and pretty much made a statement that Jamie Hayter got her ass beat in a three minute and five second match. A little tad bit longer, two minutes longer to the Natalia and Rhea Ripley squash match. Tony Storm defeated Jamie Hayter, which was I was not surprised. And she is the new AEW World Women's Championship. So that was my pick, Tony Storm. So I saw that coming. So this match was not featured in my predictions. This don't count. A house rules six-man tag match between the AEW World Trios champion. The House of Black defeated the acclaimed Anthony Bowens, Matt Caster, and Billy Gunn for the Trios champion. So it was a random match, and uh, they had an open house match. Any trio team could come out and face the House of Black in a house rules match. But of course, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn fell short. And uh, my press of moment in this match where Brody King did a crossbody. Well, I, I don't know what the hell it was. Like a running crossbody suplex. Whatever the hell it was on the Billy Gunn outside of the, the, the barricades. I thought that was perfect. A perfect running crossbody slam on Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. 
So, uh, that being said, the House of Black defeated the Acclaim and Billy Good. Okay, let's move on next to the AEW TBS Women's Champion Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie in the 8 minute 50 second match. If you're keeping tabs on the time here, my pick was Jade Cargill. Question is who won? Great question. Well, Jade, Taya had a decent match. Both men, both women went to war. Uh, both badasses. By the way, I love their entrances. Entrances, that's even a word. Uh, both women had their own special entrance. Taya Valkyrie came out to, I, I, I don't want to say strippers. Uh, Good-looking woman dancing on stage, okay? Uh, they were up there dancing on the stage to Taya Valkyrie theme song that she walked out all spadazzle on her on her costume her her, her her ring gear she came out so a great entrance for taya and uh, sure enough uh jade cargill had a, a female rapper of course singing and uh, a bunch of I, I don't, how would you call the group a tumbler or, or some kind of a dance routine class came out and danced to jade cargill so she had a nice little entrance, of course. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, it was a great match. And Jade Cargill defeated Taya Valkyrie in an 8-minute and 50-second match to retain the AEW TBS Championship. Now, this one, I didn't see coming. So, as I mentioned, Jade Cargill, she was my pick and she was the win. So, another victory on my prediction, but what's going to about to happen after this, do not include in my, 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 my record here, okay? So, if you didn't watch the pay-per-view, smart Mark Sterling, the manager of Jade Cargill, cut a promo stating that Jade need a real competition. Who's going to defeat her streak? 60 and 0, her winning streak. Sure enough, we have a returning Chris Statlander, who's been sitting on the sideline for the past couple of months, injured. While she's backed, she's rehabbed, and she's stronger than ever, she came out and challenged Jade Cargill to a match. And the ref got in the ring and rang the bell, and the match was official. And sure enough, in 48 seconds, holy smokes, this one threw me off. I thought they were, they were going to keep on building Jay Cardgill's winning streak. Boy, I was wrong as hell on this. Chris Statlander defeated Jade Cardgill not only to win and become the new AEW TBS champion, but she broke Jade Cardgill's streak. Holy shit. I didn't see that coming. Hell no. But I still won the Jade Cardgill and Tyre Valkyrie. So that goes on my record. So that, eh, 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 as Stone Cold would say, not, 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 not changing my record. Okay, let's move on to the next match here. The fatal four-way match for the AEW World Champion. MJF versus Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, the entrance were special, minus Jack Perry, because Jack Perry just came out as Jack Perry. Sammy Guevara. This was a special entrance. He came out with his cue cards. And I totally for, forgot that he used to do the cue cards during the screen-to-screen -screen commercials on Dynamite. Well, he brought out the cue cards. 
And on the card, he wrote, I got big news. And when he flipped the next cue card, it says, we're having a baby. I'm like, whoa, that's a big surprise on a pay-per-view. Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara announced to the whole world that they're having a baby. Hey, they're not the only couples having a baby. Also, Alexa Bliss and Ryan Calabara, who are newly wedded, what, like a year ago? Well, they announced they're having a baby as well. So shit, everybody's having a baby. So it's a nice little special entrance moment to look back that Sammy and Ty announced they're having a baby on pay-per-view. <laughs> and they're double or nothing championship entrance. So Darby Allen had a special entrance as well. They did a Elvis cameo since Double or Nothing was lost in Las Vegas. By the way, the pay-per-view happened at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. And sure enough, Darby came skating down a ramp on a skateboard and a Elvis-inspired suit. And it was badass. I liked it. Half was Elvis and the other half was bones and skulls. And uh, it was a great entrance for, for Darby dressing like Elvis. And then MJF, the salt of the earth, the AEW world champion, was in a high-rise throne, like a king throne, mid-air. And when the throne came down, he was wearing a devil mask. He took the mask off with a crown on his head, and out comes MJF walking down the ramp with the champion. So let's talk about the match really quick. Uh, so the four pillars squared off in the ring. Of course, three out of the four ganged up as a team. Darby, Sammy, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry jump Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Uh, they jumped as ass right off the bat. Right off the bat, all three men now had a little wrestling match between those three while they took out MJF. So while MJF was knocked out unconscious outside of the ring, all three men showed off their skills in the ring, showed off their moves and the high flying and just insane stuff. Sure enough, as the match got towards close to the end, typical MJF as a heel managed to sneak a win by giving a headlock takeover that Darby said he wanted to give to MJF, but no, no, no. MJF gave the headlock takeover to Darby Allen and retained the AEW World Champion. That was my pick. MJF, another win on my list. All right, the main event, by the way, that was a solid match, a 27 match, 20, 27 match, 27 minutes and five, 50 second match. To keep it tabs, looking on the list here, that's the longest time limit by 50 seconds because the main event the anarchy in the arena match was 27 minutes exact <sighs> shit i don't know where to go about this match arena anarchy and arena match of the blackpool combat club brian danielson john moxley claudio castanoli wheeler yuda versus the elite kenny omega matt jackson Nick Jackson, Hangman Adam Page. Oh, man. Let's take a swig of beer really quick. <sighs> All right. Thoughts about this match? I have no thoughts about it. I love AEW, okay? Let's have a little you and me talk. I love AEW. I will support them. I've been there since day one, since the formation of all elite wrestling. This match, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I love both factions, but this match is... 
This match wasn't for me. This was pure chaos. Pure chaos. No rules. As Justin Roberts, the ring announcer of AEW, said in the beginning of the match, shit is about to hit the fan, or hit the ceiling. Anarchy and arena match. So, of course, the Elite came out, and they're the first faction to come out to the ring. And out comes the Blackpool Combat Club, and they had a, I don't know what kind of band, a local band playing Wild Thing. And they kept on playing it for almost fucking 20 minutes throughout the whole match. And as usual, both, both factions started fighting outside of the ring. And as I said, we have multiple cameras throughout the arena. We had... You know, guys fighting in the parking lot, fighting in the concourse, fighting in the crowd. One fighting outside of the ring. Of course, we had barbed wire along the stage. We had uh, the Young Bucks super kicking the lead singer of this local band. Because apparently this local band was a big support to the Blackpool Combat Club. And they shut the band up really quick so they could stop playing wild things. Uh, what else we had in the match? Uh, we had shards of glass in the ring. There was a point in the match where John Moxley had some kind of a sharpshooter to, I believe, what, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, one of the Young Bucks. Uh, uh, John Moxley had a sharpshooter. Sure enough, the other Young Buck got in the ring and they super kick John Moxley in the face to save his brother. And Pyro shot out of his foot. Apparently, they had a built-in Pyro sparks into one of the Young Bucks' shoe. And when he super kicked John Moxley, Pyro would splat it in his face. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Why the hell John Moxley would put himself through this crap? Oh, man. Yeah, this match got through it. Who's the winner, G? The Blackpool Combat Club defeated the Elite. Of course, we had Takeshka. Remember? Remember Takeshka, who was Kenny Omega's best friend? Sure enough, he joined forces with the Blackpool Combat Club, got in the ring, attacked Hangman, uh, uh, not, it was Adam Page, it was, he attacked uh, Kenny Omega in the ring, and sure enough, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club pinned him, one, two, three for the win. So, I almost had a perfect card here, folks, almost. So what my record is here, G, for double or nothing. I was eight and one. Eight wins and one loss. Not too shabby. So between both shows, I am... Uh, so we have four losses. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So twelve and four. That's my record between WWE United Champions and double or nothing. Not too shabby. Pretty good, right? I'm badass. You're welcome. All right, so double or nothing. Let's recap. Do a little summary my thoughts on it and the whole damn pay-per-view overall again my personal opinion my opinion okay again as a fan again with my eyes as a fan talking to fans okay i'm not a dirt sheet writer i don't talk shit i i, I, well, I do talk shit but I, I just i don't i don't cause problems okay and as a fan, if I gave this a five-star rating scale about the pay-per-view, I would give it shit. Uh, uh, maybe a solid three-star pay-per-view. Man, it, it was rough. It felt like an AEW Dynamite on a pay-per-view. I'm being honest here, folks. I'm being honest. And as I mentioned many times, I'm a huge supporter. Supporter? Say it right, G. A huge supporter for AEW. So that being said, this this pay-per-view was, uh, ooh, man, had to take a shot. Take a shot of Jack Daniels after watching this damn pay-per-view. Wow, man, oh, man, it, it, it was rough. And I can't say it was one of the best pay-per-views because 
damn, man, it, it, was, it was rough to watch. I think the last pay-per-view was better of AEW. But, man, 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 it was rough to watch. <sighs> well, here we are. We made it 45 minutes. I promised 30. I apologize. But we made 45 minutes in on a 10-hour wrestling program I watched within the past 48 hours. 24 hours to be exact. Man, so... Yeah, it was interesting. Very interesting. Well, that was the past. Now we move on to the future. Onwards to AEW Dynamite, which is the next episode I hear at Into the Squared Circle Podcast. If you made it this far, let me know what you guys think. Give me a five-star review on all major podcasts. See, I did it again. Podcasting outlets. Follow me on my social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram. All you have to do is type in Into the Squared Circle Podcast or Into the Squared Circle Pod. All right. And as I mentioned, I'm available on my other podcasts, a lesson and headbanging podcast. If you're a fan of hard rock and heavy metal, check it out, man. And like I mentioned, I'll be talking about the Milwaukee Metal Fest. That was a great-ass time. I'll be talking about that along with the bands I saw. We all just talking about the damn festival, Okay. All right, I'm going to shut the hell up. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. And until next time. Bye-bye, everybody.